got some. Yep. And it's, oh yes, yeah. used to have a pair of distressors, but I never really used them as like a stereo thing. Yeah, um, like some people do. So I got rid of one of them, and then ever since I'm like, wait, yeah, I think he's gone. Ever since I've been like, oh, I wish I had another one because it just looks cool. It looked cooler having the pair, you know. But I only yeah. ever use them on the input, so it's kind of dumb. Yeah. To have two, it's sort of a waste. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <sighs> and they're valuable enough. It was like. Sense, did you? LA2A, you know that guy? Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. love that compressor, dude. Sick. I use yeah. that on everything. Yeah, don't, I love it. Don't mind me as I put my socks on because <laughs> I just got out of the shower. Uh, I was running a little late and you're running a little early. Yeah, no, I know. I was I was here a few minutes before. Uh, yeah, that's good. But here we are. before seven. But where we are. Uh, having a strawberry high noon. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, what do you think of that? It's pretty good. I've never had the, I never had the tequila, tequila ones before. Yeah. I like the tequila ones better, but I feel yeah. like Charlotte likes the vodka ones better. I do. She does. But I don't really care. I like the passion fruit, um, so that's why I grabbed. This is my very mini little Christmas gift. Oh, wow. oh what is you. it? What nice. is it? <laughs> Got some. Uh, yeah. What lip balm? Ghirardelli. Uh, which are always delicious. Uh-huh. Nice some chocolates <laughs> on theme ones and a lip yeah, balm. Lip balm. Actually, been uh, in in need because I've just been oh, noticing how how dry how dry my lips have been oh, when I'm yeah. like don't normally have have anything for that. So very timely gift. <laughs> nice. It's dry as shit right now. I've been using yeah. that like uh, Carmax on my lips all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's Colorado winters, no joke. Yeah, dude. I used yeah. to get bloody noses all the time when I moved out here from just from the dryness, you know? I yeah. haven't in a while, but I used to have to run a humidifier in my room like every single fucking night or I would just get bloody noses like Damn. consistently. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. No, it's uh, I mean, where did you did you grow up out here? Or are you East West Coast or Yeah, West Coast about uh, Vancouver BC. So Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, till I was about fourteen, and then Fairbanks, Alaska, and then oh, I shit. moved here and finished high school at the end of high school. So I was in Fairbanks for like two years. Wow, what the hell is that years. like, Fairbanks? Oh, here, well, it's Man, before you answer that. Cheers. Yeah, let's cheers. do it. Cheers, cheers. dude. Thanks for, having thanks for coming me. out and doing yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. I mean, I guess we, maybe before we we could we could be a real show, and before we launch right into it, we could do the first segment, which is Sharla introduces me to this beautiful human that she's. Uh-huh. Here he to is. talk with us. So, Stephen Esky Edwards, <laughs> yeah. um, man of a lot of trades, right? So, I know you from AMAC. That's when we first, I think that's where we first met. I think so. Because um, you play. also play with AMAC. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And John did too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we get the whole fucking band. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yeah. The whole fam. We had John here <laughs> last week, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. In the same spot, Aaron. Uh huh. Nice. Uh huh. Nice. It was um, good. Yeah, but you also run sound, and don't you also tour manage? Uh, I've done some DM and mostly, mostly like front house kind of. Yeah, most recently now is the, of the last year, Thievery Corporation, and like the five years prior to that, Sun Squabby. So like traveling in front of house. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Because you were, I think we were messaging about running sound for the artist market when you were in like 
Croatia? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You're like, hey, I'm on a boat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can just enjoy where you are. Well, what, you were running sound there or were you? No, no, no. No, you were on vacation. I was asking about if he had run sound for the artist. For the, yeah, but you weren't overseas doing sound. I you was, were just. I was overseas doing sound. Oh. Yeah, we had uh, we had a couple gigs uh, with Thievery. And so, yeah, it was. Uh, Thievery's awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I can kind of dive into how that all went down. But basically, we had like two shows in Eastern Europe. And I was like, well, I got to extend this trip a little bit. And went and like uh-huh. hopped around the Dalmatian coast and on like that's the Croatian awesome. islands. So that's <laughs> yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. And went to Berlin for a couple of days because I have a friend out there. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. 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 Um, that's sick. When you get to travel and then you can stay. I travel for work a little bit. And once in a while, when you get to stay at like a cool place. Yeah. It, it's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's not something I typically do, but I was like, this is a little different. Like, <laughs> And then like we're going back out there this year, but I figured that was probably, uh, it would probably be the case is we're doing like a month out there this year. So I'm not sure I'll be like mm-hmm. super motivated to extend <laughs> after longer, being yeah, gone dude. for <laughs> yeah. be more of a homebody. Yeah. Dude, me yeah. too. I do. And Charlotte's such a traveler and I'm always like, oh, <laughs> well, I feel like just like there's, I, I always say this is analogous to like introverts, extroverts. But I feel like traveler, non-traveler, if you're a traveler, like you really, it almost like it builds you up. Like you get like charged from it, you know, and excited. And then when you're home too long, you're kind of, and then like, if you're not traveler, man, traveling, even as fun, it like really just drains you. Yeah. I think Uh, there's a spectrum on that, but I do personally believe that if everybody stay at home all the time, you would get depressed. Like if you're very like COVID. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even Who just mean that. Who was depressed over court? Like, nope. <laughs> this may be a controversial hot take, but like, you know, some people that have never left their hometown yeah. ever, then they think that the world is the worldview that they know because that's just makes sense. Sure. But it's until you travel. And I'm not even saying go to like, you know, Antarctica. It's far. Yeah, but just. Just right. see yeah. some kind of different world. Yeah. It opens your mind to of like, maybe that. there is more than this. And well, I'm not, I wouldn't want to travel all the time either. Like, yeah. I like home, I like establishing routes. You travel all I don't travel all the time, but I do travel more than you. Well, I'm sure also, you know, <laughs> when did you move from Vancouver, did you say, to Alaska? That was in, so it would have been like 14. It would have been like, uh, let's see, what's the math on that? 20 years ago. So. Yeah. Well, 14, that gives me the, that's what I was going yeah, for. Wait, yeah. 34? Because that like, yeah, I'm 34. That like <laughs> uproots you in a, in a, Big way, and you, yeah. immediately you're like forced to go into what Charles was just saying of like hmm. you, you're in a whole new space and a whole new culture and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and looking back on it, I was grateful that I did get that experience. But like at the time, I was like pissed. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, <laughs> dude! I'd be pissed too if we Vancouver. <laughs> I was like, I'd had my whole life and my whole so roots established. Where did you say in Alaska? Like I know Alaska. So Fairbanks, Alaska. Where's it's like that? right in the middle of the state. It's actually the second biggest city. Oh, uh, yeah. so it's like so. There's like four people there instead of two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Hey, my cousin lives in Anchorage. Yeah, yeah. So you drive <laughs> Anchorage just like straight north because Anchorage is basically on the coast where it starts to like uh, boot out uh-huh. like that. Yeah, and uh, that's the biggest city in Alaska. And oh, okay. So. You can drive six hours and then you get to Fairbanks and you go past Denali. Whoa. It's a beautiful drive. I, I did it a few times while I was up there. Um, the biggest mountain in North America. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Um, but then you get to Fairbanks. It's like 
40,000 people counting all like surrounding areas. I think it's yeah. like counting 80 the, or well, was it? Yeah. Counting all the cows. Thing. It's gets a, <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I don't know. Is, is there cows in Alaska or is it too cold uh, for cows? I, I don't remember seeing a ton of like cattle, <laughs> Just, but like, uh, alpaca and like, like a lot of polar like, bears and yetis. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. Dude, the moose, the moose are definitely like everywhere. Dude, moose are dangerous too. Yeah. Moose will fuck you up. Yeah, they'll fuck you up. Did you, were you eating moose in Fairbanks though? Because I hear moose is not the best game meat. Yeah, I mean, we would do, like, I would have it usually in like a chili or like, you know, maybe some yeah. sort of like sausage or something. With but a lot usually of not like a, I can't remember like having steak. like a, yeah, yeah, like a moose steak. <laughs> That's yeah. a reason it's not a thing having a moose steak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yep. <laughs> All right. And then, so you finished out high school, you said, in Colorado. In Colorado. Right? Okay. Yeah. So you've been here a long time. Yeah. I've been here a long time. And, uh, you know, aside from like touring, my heaviest touring months have been gone, probably still not half the year, but close to. But aside from that, That's I've been based out of Colorado. I know, right? I've, it, it gets to me. So part of the theory thing was like dialing back the travel and their schedule was much lighter too, which is nice. But uh, That's cool. Because I do love to travel, but yeah, it's like when you're gone so much, it can kind of like add up. Yeah, but, dude. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, either which way, I guess, uh, yeah, moved to Colorado, uh, wound up going to Columbine High School for my Whoa. final like year Uh-oh. or two of high school. Oh, that wasn't the right time for me. Years after, after. Yeah, years yeah. after. But like friends had like siblings that were there yeah. and stuff. Oh, so God. Yeah, yeah. And so by then, after getting moved twice in high school, I was definitely like, kind of bad out of hell for my parents who like <laughs> raised me and my four siblings in like a mormon household and oh like, my god you raised mormon yeah yeah you're not still mormon are no, you? no 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 yeah thank <laughs> god you're raised mormon and you only had four siblings yeah exactly exactly <laughs> right 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 <laughs> i think you're the second mormon that i know that's been on this show oh nice yeah i didn't realize yeah. the mormon community was quite so big i thought it was very small no it's not small. i think maybe you're thinking of like what more of like the amish people no, no, I'm thinking of Mormons, but I mean, there's a couple. What else? Mormonism, and then what's the other one? Mormonism. Like, Mormonism. Is that a, it yeah, is, Mormon, yeah, Mormons got pretty big. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. what I know. They just got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, one of their more recent like drama things because they're always in the news. Like any religion <laughs> was like basically hiding or misleading their financial standings, oh, yeah. and like it got leaked, and it was like I, I can't even tell the number because I can't remember, but well, it was like insane, like worth. But if they're billions and billions. If they're church, they don't have to pay taxes anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So what's the, what were they uh, for? Like I think loans and stuff. Well, I think it's because the I think the kickback was because they kind of pressured. So if you grow up Mormon, like the standard is like give ten percent of your income oh to the church in tithings. Dude. So like that's kind of what they drill into you from a young age, and so like. I think when the standings came out and they realized how much money they were sitting on, I think a lot of people were offended who maybe in really hard times yeah, still, still tried giving to make them that all work. that money. And then seeing that come out and be like, wait, you're with how many billions or whatever? Yeah, and just like, that's fucked up. It's kind yeah. of offensive. And they're also <laughs> yeah. the ones I know with the magic underwear, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 they do have the magic underwear. Because that thing. was Lehigh, my friend was here. Le- apparently, I didn't realize Lehigh is like a super Mormon name. Yeah. Oh, Dude. yeah. For sure. For is sure. Stephen a super? Mormon? No, no. I mean, no. that's like, like biblical, but not like not like Mormon. Biblical? Who the fuck is? Stephen? Is like King Stephen? Was it? A oh yeah, biblical yeah. Guy, yeah, right. I think. <laughs> Maybe rusty on my Bible knowledge, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. No well, you had it drilled in. Your, did they make you go to like Mormon 
church all the time yeah yeah so it, it was definitely like because so now funny enough all my siblings left the church but like so stand another kind of standard practice and it's not necessarily required but like you go on a mormon mission and that's the yes. dudes you see with the name tags yep. right yep and so like both of my older brothers did that and oh. like i was the middle child and had two little sisters and so like but you don't go till you're like 18 19 years old uh-huh. so by the time i got there i was like hell no i don't like, not a chance that yeah. i'm gonna go spend two years of my life right now like yep. in a foreign land minimal contact to anyone right. and, and just, don't you like, have to be you have to have it's like the buddy system too right you have to yeah. Have, yeah you're supposed to like snitch on your 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 comrade <laughs> and they're supposed to snitch on you if like dare you have a cigarette or a blowjob yes, or yeah. anything i don't know yep yeah exactly mormonism's pretty strict you know there was a mormon temple like right in our neighborhood in panorama I did not know that. Yeah. Not that weird complex. Yeah. Thing. Oh, that was a Mormon. Well, no, 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 no. no. We lived in the same house. Yeah. Like, not at the same time, but my house had burned oh, down. Yeah. He lived there before me. Yeah. Like, right. wow. a few years before me, so I didn't know him. But isn't that a weird coincidence? That's crazy. But huh. just, like... Common friend or something? Or... No. Uh, just no. No, it was on the internet. Like, oh, But with wow. them, we realized, we were like, she's telling me about her saxophone. She's like, I think I asked you to play any instrument. You know, saxophone, but it burned. And I was like, burn. What a weird fucking thing to say. And yeah. you know, I was like, how did it? You know, I didn't get into it. I was just like, okay, it burned, whatever. And then, I don't know, we started talking. I realized, I think, some of the common friends. And I was like, you know this guy and that guy and this person? And she said, one of them, that was my roommate. And I'm like, you know, my house burned down. And I went, oh, my God. It's fun. You know, all the little zaps went together. And I'm like, oh, that's why your saxophone burned. That's why. It was in that banner. And I was mm-hmm. good friends with those guys, or at least Dave that still lived there. You know, I remember when it happened. It was it was crazy. And she was there the whole time. I just didn't know. I didn't know her really. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, that is cool. Well, oh, but so there's a Mormon temple up there somewhere? One of those big like, it's Spanish hills outside of uh, Boulder. It's in between Boulder and okay. Louisville. Up, yeah. up South Boulder Road. I don't know if you know that area much. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like Top Boulder. of the castle. Okay, okay, cool, yeah. It's, it's like, it's all these big separated like mansions and one of them the kind of oldest and crappiest but still a mansion just mm-hmm. happened to be a rental the only rental in the whole place huh, so you can nice. imagine the neighbors didn't fucking love us i remember going <laughs> to that christmas party that first year i was one of the first tents moved in and we go to this like neighborhood christmas party because they give us a flyer and oh my god we come walking in there's like four scruffy looking dudes and it's all these you know pretty much old rich white couples in their like 60s and they're all like oh Hello. Like, are you lost, gentlemen? We're like, no, no. We live right up the street. And then immediately, like, oh, the rentals. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. They still ate my fucking fruit flan. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. 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 Take that, old people. Flan. It was really good. <laughs> fucking Whole Foods fruit flan. I was surprised. I went, I wanted to go to get a slice. I'm like, oh, motherfuckers ate my flan. That's good. I was, give, I was, you know, trying to pay it forward and make nice with the neighbors. They never complained about us making a lot of noise up there. And I never knew there was a Mormon temple up there. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, like you said, they're, they're more than I think. They're everywhere. <laughs> they really are, yeah. yeah. Well, what's another? I'm thinking of there's a different uh, Latter-day Saints. That's not the same as Mormon, is it? That's the same. Oh, yeah. it is the same. same. And of course, there's Scientology. But isn't there another big one? There's another big, like, uh-huh. weird-ass... Sorry like to call Jehovah's Witness. No, yeah, it's that's weird. The one. It's weird. That's the one I'm thinking of. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Isn't Jehovah's Witness bigger than Mormons or no? I I don't know. I'd be interested to see, but I would think there's more Mormons. Oh. See, they, I, could, I guess I'm totally wrong with that. Oh yes, our fact checker over here. 
I think that they really kind of blew up by like I think that the having the more the missionaries sent like all over the world like I think that that was just like a great move on their part to just get like free missionary work out of young kids because like who in like a struggling community I mean I know there's obviously not everyone but I feel like most people are like open to like the help and stuff being oh, like yeah. oh you'll come like help us like yeah and then you know, like you get in their ear and they're like well the reason I'm here and then it's like yeah you have some maybe not the best educated, maybe not the best off community. That's like, Oh, well these, these little white boys from Salt Lake came and rescued our village or whatever it is. I right. don't know exactly. We can pay like, them 10%. There you know? Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude, look how smart, look how that works. Yeah. The Christians are notorious for that forever with the missionaries to like uh, African countries and stuff like that. And I mean, on, on the surface, it's this veil of we're trying to help people. I don't even, it's bad to call it a veil. It, there, there's some intention to try to help people and bring communities together. But dude, really look at the logistics of what's happening. Coming into a poor country, like you said, doing some work for them, giving them a one-time investment and then getting them to yeah. continually invest, most of them for the rest of their lives and maybe even their kids forever and ever. So it's like, it's a, it's a really good business model. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. Let's start a religion. Come on, yeah. guys. Let's yeah. do it. There is more Mormons than more Mormons. Jehovah's oh. Witnesses. So, you know what? I, I just learned that towards the end of his life and part of the reason, part of like the Minnesota funk community and like Prince was Jehovah Witness at the end. Of, at, toward, in like 2001 or something, I just read about this, that Prince converted to Jehovah's Witness. Uh, largely in part to like Larry Graham, like Sly and the Family Stone dude who basically invented slap bass. Okay. Um, Larry Graham was like a devout Jehovah's Witness and was like a Minnesota guy. And so like after years of like linking up with Prince, Prince converted for like the last like decade of his life or whatever Dude. it was like devout jehovah's witness i never knew that yeah pretty wild <laughs> and i don't know any weird what what is the jehovah's witness thing they they don't have magic don't, underwear they um, don't have uh, holidays they don't celebrate birthdays okay no celebrate birth Dang. no holidays but what is it is it still jesus or who is the guy because because joseph smith is the mormon guy right he, well he's a he's like the modern prophet but there's still like a jesus religion. okay all right it's still christian yeah. it's still christian the main yeah. difference for Mormons, they have this that, an additional book to the Old Testament and New Testament, mm -hmm. which is the Book of Mormon, which is the real wacky one. Uh -huh. It's the tales of Jesus coming to North America after he was resurrected. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of what separates. <laughs> but, you know, people a lot of times don't maybe classify them as Christians, but I think they like identify themselves as so, a Christian religion. What uh, I, have you read the Book of Mormon? Or you know the stories, right? Because I don't know any of this. <laughs> what, oh, dude. How, what time frame is his Jesus supposedly come to fucking brooklyn like when right. was that right like when was that in the the renaissance or the uh, the native americans were here or when native americans yeah oh my god yeah. really wait a minute wait a yeah minute. so jesus would he cross the bearing straight we could we could walk on water yes. so yeah. he just walked yeah. all yeah. the no so, about, you're going yeah but that can't be the book is no it? it's dude it's, it's insane some of the stuff he literally like, walks on the water across the ocean. I, I don't i don't know i think he more like just like being like his self like like uh once he was resurrected i think yeah. he just was All like powerful. super powered like his yeah. way here okay yeah I so, he so he supermans his ass over yeah. here but back when <laughs> the native americans are here so this is yes. old timey shit right yes now. see that was smart at least because the thing i always hear about miracles especially is you notice how there are no more miracles the minute you had like photographs were invented and they've been invented for whatever it's been over 100 years and like, as soon as you had any kind of real good record keeping and, you know, good observation, 
there hadn't been a single miracle. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say is, is like, yeah. no, nah, man, he came over in like, you know, 1945. I'd be like, dude. But yeah. that was smart. That was smart to go, no, 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 way, way back before you have any idea whatever the fuck happened. Right, right. Here, here's a skeleton. I found it. It's right here. Well, see, and that's what blew the whole cap. I was like 13 years old. Like, no way. Like, <laughs> you, you know, it. I had the internet by then. I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like it wasn't, I didn't have a smartphone by then, but I had like a family no, computer. <laughs> I could go, right, right. Fair, fair enough. Like, I could go like, go, like, you know, search shit. And I was like, I don't know about all this, guys. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen so one of the South Park dudes, I don't know if it was Trey or uh, Matt, uh-huh. but uh, one of them grew up Mormon, I believe, or okay. had like was really close to like a Mormon community. Yeah, and, and they do one they're... episode where oh. like if, I don't know if you guys are like South Park. People, I am. Yeah. So they do the one episode where it's like the whole Joseph Smith story, and, the, and it's like the dum 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 dum. And <laughs> I then remember that one? Yeah, they they sum up the like story of the Book of Mormon very ironically, but also like pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> now so, I want to see that's that. Kind of yeah. what they do. Always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And especially with ironically, his... but kind of accurate. <laughs> right. Right. And I never seen their. Uh, they did like that travel and Broadway play that was. That's like, what I thought you were gonna say. Book of, Book of Mormon's like highly rated, that, but and like, I, I, I'm sure it's accurate as well. well so I think that's the whole thing is that it is like an accurate um, storytelling and it's so over the top and ridiculous. And they're like, yeah, but that's right. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe the only one, I guess, then on top that I can think of that's even crazier than Mormons has to be the Scientologists, right? <laughs> Scientologists are like the, the like octopus space alien thing, right? Kronos or whatever. I don't know what it's called, but. Yeah. Krang, Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He comes out from the eighth dimension. And I don't know. No, it's but it's like spacey. It's aliens and shit. Nice. Is yeah. the bottom line. And their their thing I remember is they they have a pay to play kind of thing where the more you give them, then the more they tell you about the fairy tale. Oh, so when okay, you first okay. come in, you give them you know whatever five ten percent, and they get okay yeah, and you get to you get to go to this service and you get to know this, st- and then you pay them more, and then you can know more. And you, so they had this like you know graduated pay structure where right. they were just immediately right off the bat making a fucking ton of money. Yeah, so it's like a pyramid scheme that doesn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> right, it's dude. like genius. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, the pyramid scheme part is like you were saying, like the missionary part, <laughs> right? Right, right. I guess that's more like the kind of commission that's, part, but but yeah. it's totally it's ingenious. And I mean, so ingenious. Like I said, it's been done for hundreds and hundreds of years. All these religions. You know, interesting enough, one of the only religions that still never tries to convert and never had tried to convert people to their religions with oldest religions is Judaism. Yeah, yeah. Right. Judaism, ju- the Jews never went out on their fucking missions to try to go get more Jews. Nah, they've always, they're uh, like, Jews have always been yeah. keeping it pretty chill. Yeah, dude, they're <laughs> like, like uh-uh, like... <laughs> more mo people, more problems yeah. over here. <laughs> They're just going to do our thing. Well, they're on the other side of it. They're like, oh, you want to be part of this club? Like, you got to jump through 100 hoops. It's hard to convert to Judaism. Right, right. Most other religions, I think you just give them money. It's not that hard. (laughs) It's not that hard? No. Well, I don't know. Look, my stepmom did, and it was, I thought it was pretty fucking hard. I remember she had to. It's not like becoming an American citizen. (laughs) Is that harder? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They ask, oh, my God, look at the citizen. Well, you can't find it online, probably. I don't know. But like the questions to become American citizen, we don't even know them. So oh, we no still, No. Really? I remember I was working <laughs> like at Talos. Actually, yeah. I was working at Talos. And this man who had worked in the U.S. for longer than I was alive <laughs> was telling me he was studying to take the citizenship test, like finally. And uh, 
he was asking me all these questions and I was like, I don't know. And nobody knew, even like I was pretty young at that time, but no yeah. one around me knew either. They're all like very established. It's a hard test. Yeah. Anyways. History and that's what, I yeah. definitely What's, wouldn't know. I went to grade school in yeah. Canada. Like uh, some of them oh, like, had yeah. taken American history class. So like, how did you get your how did you get your citizen your citizen? I was, I was born to American parents and mm. I was born in Canada, so I decided dual citizenship like since oh. I was born. You still have it? That's how that works. Yeah, I still have it, but my Canadian passport's expired. But Nah, that's easy to get yeah, a new one. Yeah, yeah. It's only like a couple of years expired. It's not like crazy far out. Does that matter? How far out it is? I don't know. No. It's not like my child. Like I re- renewed oh, yeah. it, but my dad was still living there. I renewed it. I think you it. can always get a, a yeah. passport. Pretty, well, the U.S. Probably. passport, you can get pretty easy. You just like send them whatever, 20 bucks, and they're like, here it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably now it's like 100 bucks. Thanks, Biden. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not fucking religion and politics and yeah. shit. Do you, run, you always run front of house sound or you ever run back of house too? Like uh, monitors? You know, I'm more of a, more definitely front more front of house. Okay. But like, uh, I can do. How, how did you get into that? You also play. Is that why you're just, you're a player? Yeah, like so sound? yeah. Yeah. I've been playing like, I've been playing at least in like some sort of instrument since I was like, you know, like seven or eight or something. But. Yeah, I saw a video of you playing a saxophone recently. Yeah, I think, right? Yeah. I was like, I didn't know when you were a kid. Too. Uh-huh. No, like, yeah. like oh, just last now you week? Played. No, like last week. Oh. <laughs> nice. I think but, it was with Courtney. I was yeah, like, it was hell with Courtney. yeah. We were doing it. What do you? What do you play jam. at Amex, Ben? What you bass. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got that vibe oh. from you. That was what yeah. I was thinking. It was bass. And he has also has his own band, Spirit Bear. Yeah, oh, yeah. I produce music for that. Cool. And you yeah. guys play out too, the Spirit, spirit yeah. Bear? Yeah, Spirit see? Bear, yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah. They didn't there. come last week because you were practicing or that was when your show was? Uh, last week, we, we played last week uh, at Orchid in Denver, new spot. Cool. That, uh, I've been that you with. also work at, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been working <laughs> with. What's that like? I don't think I've ever been there. Oh, it's cool. No, it's, it's right. New. Yeah, it's we new. Talked about it. Yeah, yeah. You guys come out anytime. Um, Where is it, like ish? It's 15th and Market. Uh, so like, I don't know right? Where I and... Question. Like, I don't know where the fuck it is in Denver. We'll get you about this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like right by like Ball Arena, like just on the other side of Spear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know that area. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, uh, it's cool. Street though. parking. So, mm-hmm. Independent venue. Yeah. Street parking. The par- parking's a nightmare. You're probably yeah. better off Ubering. But that's just how Denver. <laughs> but it's it's like a DIY kind of thing. What do you mean independent? No, no. It's like an independent club that like uh, this dude Pete open with an investor and so it's oh, like right. it's a nice spot oh for sure. cool yeah it's cool isn't it like eric eric ben and, Bro- and Bro- too, no? oh yeah uh benny's been like yeah. uh benny and and deitch both yeah. did like uh some like promoting and some con- consulting consulting there it is <laughs> <laughs> like early on right as he was uh right as he was starting it um so he's been working with some people for sure uh yeah, but they've been open since I want to say like June is when he really got it going. That's pretty new. We got uh we got Eddie Roberts there on uh this Saturday. So oh, if you nice. guys want to come out and it's like Eddie and Dan Africano playing bass and stuff. So that's cool. I could like there you guys list or whatever. I love Dan but, Africano. You know, He's got a part from my hometown. Oh yeah. yeah, I gotta go to that. I'm going to my neighbor's I know. Christmas party. I know. Yeah, but I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. We'll go soon. Yeah, yeah some for sure. I'd love to check it out. What, <laughs> st- uh, what kind of? Oh, sorry. What were we gonna? Oh, this is just a side note, but I saw photos of oh, Eddie Roberts that I need to edit. So uh, I just thought of that. <laughs> letting the cat out of the bag. I was gonna yeah, ask what they're their, coming. <laughs> what's their the board there they have there? They got an M th- or uh, X thirty two, but it's a DL thirty two stage box, so it's the Midas Pro preamps. 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, digital stage box with yeah. who makes that? Behringer. Behringer's the the X thirty two is yeah. the desk, yeah. right? And then the stage box is like the Midas because oh, so you have a separate preamp. That's yeah. Oh, yes. that's like a whole big yeah. bank of preamps, and then you. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's At that cool. point, you're just using the Behringer desk as the controller, Did, which oh. is the same. Well, but digitizer isn't there? Some there's no digital. Nothing happens. There's a digital effects. Yeah, thing? it's it's digital for sure. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean it's a, yeah digital desk. So there's a DSP is it in the control desk? Yeah, that's a Behringer. Dude, but it's the same as the Midas, other than the preamps and the faders, the X32 and the M32. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I'm saying they they like teamed up on making that. And sure, be- and they put better preamps in it. Yeah, that's yeah. always so you can the get thing. The M32, you can get the Midas Pro preamp sounding all right. So at least we sure. got that going. That makes such a huge difference, and yeah. people that don't know that, it's a shame because like that's usually the cheapest thing too on a lot of audio yeah. boards is they yeah. cheaper preamps in there. Yeah. But in the end, you're saying it's a whole different model. They're still built together, right? It's just it's the same. Yeah. It's the same mixer with different preamps in it. Yeah, 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 and different faders. That's what the, according to the things and when everything that you read, they're literally the same because it's Lexicon that made the effects for that unit. Oh, that's so cool. It's all Lexicon effects. Oh, nice. Um, I like Lexicon. And the processing literally looks the exact same on the, the X32 and yeah, the same M32. Brain. So it's. When I was growing up, dude, Behringer was awful. Behringer was like a yeah. name associated with complete shit. Yes. And everybody hated Behringer. It was like the cheapy bottom rung. I had one once I was using my vocals for a little while. And it was so bad. It was like the noisiest, most awful fucking little effects unit I ever used. So I had such a bad taste. And I think it was at Moe's one time years ago. And they had a Behringer board. And I, I'm like, I'm listening to the mix first. I'm like, it's fucking awesome. This sounds great. And I go over and look. And I'm like, it's a Behringer. What the hell? But they just... <laughs> They they own the whole like live mixing market. It seems like everybody yeah. everybody went from all different flavors of analog boards yeah. to like all Behringer digital boards. Everybody yeah. has Behringer digital boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they made like that perfect they, like entry level unit that can just yep. kind of be your the, Swiss Army knife. Of the thirty two channel. Do they make yeah. a bigger one? Do you know they make the sixty four? They don't yeah. make those. As far as I know, that line is capped at thirty two. But you have some like local ins that don't have pre's. Like you have like local line ins that you can use. You can go oh. beyond. You could technically go thirty eight or forty. Okay, but without pre, um, there's thirty two like, pre. It's built as a thirty two channel system. Sure. So that's kind of your that's kind of your ceiling there. Because I have seen, I feel like some bigger venues that have more. They look like they're they look like the you know like the screen and shits in the middle and then there's faders on both sides of it that look like it's even bigger yeah but I don't know who would make that I mean yeah I mean there's a I mean as far as the digital desk now it's like I've got to mix on all of them because okay yeah that's why I want to pick your brain on I never yeah so I never so basically yeah I started like I was playing bass with Amac and we would be touring and stuff and we used to tour hard like we used to do like a hundred dates a year i could even talk about that more when he gets oh here or whatever God. but uh yeah, we were like living out of the van like yeah. eight years ago like i bet just you guys smelled he was going. living out of the van <laughs> yeah. until like a few months ago right yeah but it was no mercedes sprinter it was like the shitty <laughs> oh, little like 40 okay. line with like the broken side door and like we literally had bed bunks in the back of that and would like haul a trailer haul a trailer like down to florida and shit like Damn, it was ridiculous. So yes, to your point, probably. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, but probably yeah, not. Not, not the greatest smells for sure. <laughs> no shit. Um, That's always the thing when you're on tour and sleeping out of your van is like shower, like where and how yeah, you get a shower. Yeah. 
and like sometimes it'd be better and like i had kind of done some other for hire tour stuff but then it was like five years ago or six years ago probably now that i started touring with sun squabby and then i like at least had a hotel room every night or like a spot on like the bandwagon and then now it's like the thievery shit's comfortable it's like i get my own room every night whatever blah yeah, blah so awesome. i'm finally traveling knowing that i have a desk but like that whole time i did sun squabby I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to fly a Behringer around the con- around the country and have like an extra thing to like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, yep. or even if it was the M32, I was like, I don't care because either it's going to be the M32 or you're going to get the Avid shit or, you know, the Digico. Or oh, yeah. the Avid Midas. makes like a board? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Avid's like That's pub probably... standard. That's like what's at Cervantes. That's what's been at the oh. Bluebird forever. Yeah, it's like, probably the other one I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking of there's... a different design than the Behringer there's... The screen in the middle. Definitely a bunch, yeah. There's, okay. I mean, Alan and Heath makes a whole series. Oh, they make y- a digital one Yamaha too? has yeah. a whole, like... But, dude, I, that's, I've heard, like, Yamaha's not as good, and the, the, their newer digital mixer's not yeah, as good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yamaha's, like, Yamaha, their, like, 48-channel series was really nice because it had, uh, it was at a price point that was, like, good, and and you could actually expand for people who are looking to go beyond. Yeah. 32 without getting into like a full-on pro rig because like the avid rigs like the new ones you know it's like you're spending like tens of thousands of dollars to get into those if you're buying it outright the giant ones yeah like for the engine the box and like the desk and everything sure those are cool i mean that's like you know it's always expensive though man yeah like they're waves compatible so you can use all your wave stuff on there that's cool i like waves i use waves all the time yeah yeah which is cool, but the plugins with live mixing can be interesting because yeah. then you add latency that even though it's very small. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's dude for phasing. I never really got into that. I I normally don't. Once in a while, if somebody really really asks me for some reverb and the board has it, I'll give them some reverb. But I like never ever ever fucking add. I feel like and then I'm but I'm a recording guy. I don't run live sound almost ever. Bare, I ran it for her artist market. That's yeah. the first time I had run live sound in a long time for anybody. Nice. Like at least ten years maybe. I did it a little bit as a kid, but I just quickly got into like, oh, I want to make records. Yeah. And there is this different paradigm on record where I'm trying to kind of capture every little bit of, you know, voltage, every last bit that I can. And then when I'm live mixing, I'm always like, I don't want any of that shit in there. It's muddying it all up. To, yeah. You know, I want this to be yeah. kind of as dry as possible. And, you know, you're going to hear the room anyway, because you're playing it in the room. So totally. I don't know. I tend to mix my shit very dry live. I don't put I don't put anything unless somebody else asked me to pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah no man i mean it's but been, it's fun it's been cool I've, I've got to mix on like some of the fucking some really nice systems like a mixed red rocks like four oh, or five times dude house. now that's sick okay what's their board uh well it's different because they'll usually have like the new avid stuff okay. up there All was right. what they had Makes this sense. year I mixed I mixed on the console that was up there when I mixed there in July and it was S6L Avid Desk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is always good. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I mean I don't know they'll they like depends on what's kind of contracted for up there too, but they change they'll it out. Have, yeah, they'll oh, really. They'll, yeah, does does a lot of big venues do that? I figured the the yeah. front of house stuff. I figured it was just they're part of the venue. No. Yeah, I mean, big no. acts bring their own front, like for five, sure. Oh, okay. For sure, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. But not the not the actual drivers and stuff, right? Not the speaker arrays and shit. Well, like like uh, 
stadium tours bring their own speakers. But yeah, they not do. Like, not like. Yeah. But somebody's gonna play through Red Rocks. You know? No, no, they're they're they not, would. They'd use their bringing, array. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people bring their own lights. Like well, that yeah, trailers. Sure. No, that I get. Trailers sure. full of lights. That, that I get because it's very specific. Your whole visual show is yeah. part of the yeah. having a separate light guy and monitor guy and front of house mixing guy. But I always thought that the that the venue, even bigger venues, it was their system that. Yeah, but like stadium tours and they they're traveling with that shit. Like you know, like well, that PA doesn't live there. Yeah, there's nothing right, there. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. good point. That's how you get like fucking like 50 semis worth of shit or whatever like once you start bringing everything, everything yeah because right. you're right stadium you walk out on that floor it's literally just a big giant flat yeah. empty floor and you're like fuck i have to yeah. build everything you gotta bring a stage in and led walls and shit all kinds <laughs> of load shit. in at like 8 a.m yeah shows at 11 that, that is yeah. i mean i guess tickets are high enough that that's it's just crazy to think that that's so much work to build all that and it's still you know, and that's where that's where any in the music industry where there still is some profit to be made too. It's like it's right. working, and it's awesome too. I just think, God damn, it takes so many people so much time to do that for like one show. And you know, maybe they play like two shows or something. But usually, unless you're huge, you're only gonna play like two nights at the yeah. most. They tear it all down, put it back in your trailer, drive yeah. the next fucking play, and build it all again. It's like, oh my god. And just like make so much money though. Like yeah, I guess so. Tours, yeah, like they just so yeah, they roll crazy. in. So it's totally worth it because you just you kill it. Dude, That's what yeah. gets ticket prices, and they can hold so many people that it's just it could be millions and millions, and then it. it yeah, it, it I mean, still... think of like Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, Taylor Swift's the biggest though in the world. Right? Well, I'm just thinking of a stadium show, like. Yeah. If you think about it with an actual person rather than just saying the word stadium, like you can get a sense of how much money they make. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Insane amounts, like hand over fist. Yeah. Well, I was saying I like to make record. I've always been a records guy, not a live guy, but man, that's a sad it's it's a sad uh day at the bank to be a <laughs> somebody who likes making records. Records are yeah. worthless anymore. Dude, I they're lo- still cool. But they're not worth any money. Oh, I love making records, man. I've I've gotten the chance to work on a few. I was working out of this studio, Scan Hope, for mm-hmm. like seven or eight years. Cause yeah, that's where's that? It was in south southwest Denver, like Littleton, over closer yeah. to Red Rocks. Okay. Yeah, it was a sick spot, but they so the owner of the house just sold it. So oh. R.I.P. Scan Hope, but like great memories there. Yeah, I worked on older. multiple like Motet records there. I worked oh, with Eddie badass. Roberts there. I worked with like Los Lobos there. Oh, like, very some, nice. Like, some like real acts and shit. We did a bunch of the Sun Squabby stuff out of there, a bunch of the AMAX stuff out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's the list sick. goes on. Everyone when did it close? Worked. When did he? He sold it about a year ago. Oh, Fresh was, Wounds. Oh, even less because I think it was, I want to say it was. Right around 420, I want to say. Yeah, okay. it was like right around 420. So I April was like the last things that I recorded in there. You would yeah. remember that it's 420 because there was also like a grow there too, like <laughs> yeah. next to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like outside, grow up. separate. Yeah. Did know. they get bought out by the grow up? No, 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 it's a house. It's literally a house. Oh, it was just a house. And then yeah. the studio and then the grow. Oh. House. Oh, it was all part of the same. I know because I trimmed there before, maybe. Yeah, oh, there yeah. You go. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. It was a commercial studio that was in like the backyard yeah, of this exactly. big ass prop. Like it was not that huge of property, but like probably an acre or two. Okay. And then like just like a big ass house, and then like 
a second house that yeah. had been converted, maybe an old garage. Okay. It was like big, you know, but like not like warehouse huge, but like it was full nice. on second structure huge. with like, you yeah. know, and just tricked out like they and they'd run plumbing down there and finished everything like to the T, like, you know, lead vinyl and like and like the like good insulated double doors, like none of the windows, everything to a T had a you know, Yamaha Grand in there with like a V3 and a Leslie. Whoa, and then dude. like, there was the SSL 900 for, okay, the, was the, for the front of the house. Yeah, that's but, awesome. But then like the whole rack of the outboard gear and everything. Uh-huh. So unfortunately well, he... that was, I went from a decade long of like being a business to Joel being like, I'm ready to move out of here. So this isn't going to be a thing anymore. So, and okay. Yeah. Well, well he, he, the owner who lived in the house, he moves out. I mean, what happened to the studio? He just, Tore, tore everything out of it took it or basically it, it was off, two or? guys it was him and josh yeah, who's like fun. yeah josh is the josh yeah plays bass for sun squabby and ran was the other partner of scan hope okay and so that's how i met josh before he was playing in sun squabby and uh sure him and joel had opened this studio and teamed together. up together so like they 50 50 own the entity but like joel owned the property okay so, oh so we sold the property he sold he sold the property okay but he wasn't the who has the gear, <laughs> the gear they sell well, it see, so it kind of went half and half and he's uh-huh. uh josh's is he does, opening a new thing well josh has like a commercial studio in his oh. basement basically oh, like okay. it's ridiculous yeah. he has like you know like so like insane amount of shit down there for That's sure cool. yeah like ridiculous um that was something we i helped him like build that whole room and so i've yeah so he's he's pretty set and now we've been i've been working doing some work out of uh colorado sound up on this side of town Uh uh-huh i don't know them either dude yeah that spot's sick they got yeah they got the neve they got like like, a new neve no like the The original does it work oh dude it's like yeah it's, it's like, a nice condition oh yeah dude a, it's a commercial it's like full-on commercial studio like yeah just been slamming they've been there for like 30 years plus i feel like every every time i've been on an e-board there's been like at least one if not several broken channels fader no well you know noisy something's wrong i don't know what it is <laughs> yeah especially yeah. the like the classic ones which makes sense yeah. man there's yeah. little things in there and they break bound to happen but they <laughs> sound they're fucking epic man i mean they sound ridiculous but that's what I always found that they were like a little, a little janky. I think the same thing with the tele. You know those old telefunken preamps that everybody loves. You have to like get the key to turn the. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those things yeah. rule, but dude, they're just. They feel like they're fucking flaky as shit. Like <laughs> half the time, if a place has like two or four of them, at least one don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but man. that's the way it goes. I mean, if you keep up on the shit and you keep it in good condition, you can keep anything going. Yeah. They do a pretty good job over there. That's I mean, cool. That, that spot's been like the standard of Colorado for like a couple of decades now. Oh. And that uh, Kevin uh, out of there is like he's like, he won a Grammy out of there. Oh and, damn, dude! And for like what? A Tony or an Emmy. I, oh, I can't remember. remember. He's a, he has like one of each of the ma- he has like a Grammy, a platinum, and like he like hit all the four <laughs> major. I remember Fuck. reading about him and like. Wait, where did you say it was around here? Yeah, it's on uh, Federal and 70th, 70, 70th, 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 Fifth, maybe. What the fuck? Then I drive by it like yeah. every single. Oh, you like, know where that? I think it's right behind that. I think it's right behind that. they don't really do broadcast, okay, but so you'd have probably seen them around because one of their studios they have like four or five rooms. One of their studios is just 
in a truck. It's literally just a box truck. It's oh. like we could look Converted. we could look at this shit up, but yeah. it's like it's a really nice studio in a box. And, the, and they and go the and do truck. like Red Rocks and will like commercially mix your Yeah. Oh and that's so, oh that's cool. Um, so it's a, that's why the the truck it's a mobile thing for live sound. Yeah. So I think it's right behind the Arby's. If I remember right, there's an Arby's. There right is an there. Arby's. Yeah. Oh, it's behind yeah, the Arby's. Really right, but yeah. if you turn on the street where okay. Arby's is, you'll see it. It's off yeah, back to your there. Left. I mean, yeah. I know that I drive past that Arby's all the fuck. I know that yep. place. Yeah. I never knew it was a studio. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like the in like the it's Colorado standard, I would say, of studios, oh, really. Fuck. I mean, there's some other players for sure. Like, side threes come up in the yeah, last, side like, three, couple, yeah. Uh, and, you know, a couple other spots for sure. But mm-hmm. uh, Decibel Garden, all of those. Right, Decibel Garden. Decibel and then Garden you got Blasting Room up north uh, that's doing the Blasting thing. Room's been there forever yeah. and put up, out a bunch of very famous records. Yeah, no, dude, Colorado has a lot of great... What was that real famous one? I can't remember. And probably not around anymore that, like, it was up in the mountains and fucking didn't Sting do shit there or like caribou, 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 caribou room. room. Yeah, oh, it, it burned yeah, down or something. Didn't it? No, it's still, yeah. oh, still there. I thought the was still there. Yeah, okay, no, but I thought there was something. some tragedy there. There might be. Yeah, I'm just. Saying. I don't know. If, I don't know. It's, I'm, I've never yeah. got to check. Okay, that space yeah, out, and me really. neither. But that's. I was just saying. There's like a lot of legendary recording places in Colorado. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, there's been some. some and Mountain Star too. Have you ever been to Mountain Star? Mountain Star. I don't. I don't think so. It's, in, it's like near Netherlands too. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah, I'm not familiar. Okay. I don't know. I should know. I need to get to know Ned better when Jeff, the drummer from Thievery, who's brought who's who brought me in with Thievery Corporation and just moved up there mm-hmm. too within the last to Ned. He lives there. So he's got he's got a spot right outside he lives of Ned. Dude, literally Ned's next beautiful. to Scott Messer Smith. Yes. Yeah. I've been yeah. there before because he hired me to take photos. Scott did of nice. his house and his Airbnb. Cool. Not his house, just his Airbnb. Yeah, they live door. literally right yeah, next to Yeah, a wedding door. venue there, too. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah, that's about Wait, super sick. Jeff I'm, is very nice. I'm just way. putting yeah. this together. The Caribou Room is that place that's a venue that you shot at. Mm-hmm. Caribou mm-hmm. Room's a venue, but there but was also a no, yeah, studio. This is a different thing. Should be, yeah. And it wasn't in, I don't think it was in Ned. That's too, I don't know. Uh, you just reminded me of it because I'm like, oh, I see what you were saying. We went to the venue up there. But right, that's not right. what I'm thinking of. Right. I right. love Ned though. Ned Ned has just a cool fucking vibe, man. There's a carousel in that town, dude. They have a motherfucking carousel. Yeah. Of happiness. Of happy it's true. They're just very happy. No, it's literally called kind. the carousel of happiness. Oh, is that the name of it? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But that I mean it's yes, they're hippies, yeah. but you know what? They're good hippies. They're good people. Caribou Ranch. Caribou Ranch, Ranch was that's a studio. The studio. Yes, yeah, it did burn I'm down in 1985. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. Caribou Ranch, yeah. It. it was Sting in it. It burned down. <laughs> and then this it's, it's been replaced by a cyborg. Oh, right, right, of course. Yeah. So it says Scientology. <laughs> See, if you, nice. pay, if you pay enough money, Steve, nice. if you pay You'll enough, in, <laughs> yeah. you get deep in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. See again, why we need to start our own religion. Yeah, yeah. And it could be, it could be about Sting. Sting could be. So then Sting comes back after he's the guy who's there now is just a lizard in a in a skin suit that's right, there right. right now. But the real Sting just died in the, at the Caribou Ranch, and he came back though. You know, I don't know. Six days. How many strings? Five days later. <laughs> and so give us money, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's good spots around here, but the reason I end up buying so much of my own shit is just, I just like to do 
so much of it, you know? Yeah. There was a long time where I was like, I don't want to, especially I used to live in New York and in New York, you don't have space for nothing. Shit. Do you have space for nothing? Yeah. So I would always just pay to rent out studio space. The guy I used to rent with ended up becoming a pretty famous dude did like, I forget, like my chemical romance and some of these, Oh, uh, what's that big one? I don't really like Dream Theater. He did some Dream Theater. Uh, but then he also did one of John Mayer's albums. But he went on to, to do some cool shit. It's a very nice facility. But I, I would be like, dude, for a small monthly fee to have like, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays here, this is this is awesome. I'll just come here and work on my shit because to own all that stuff is expensive. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, that New York grind is different. Though. It's, like, it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Everything's separated. Same with like, Rehearse, you know, you had to pay for rehearsal space and you usually left kind of your gear there because you're just walking everywhere. So you had your little apartment where you had some of your stuff and then your rehearsal space, you had some. Then I had the studio space where I did some of that. So all my shit was spread over like three, but I was lucky they were all on the same on the end line. It was like three different stops along the oh, end line nice. in Queens. But it's, it is, yeah. it's totally like it's a different grind to like, you know, yeah. walk out your front door and go like, all right, I gotta walk a couple blocks here and get on a train to get to my next room over there <laughs> right <laughs> you know? right yeah it's definitely a different and different vibe out there it's but... fun how did you like growing up in vancouver because i the one time i was there i felt like it was very like uppity you know beautiful beautiful <laughs> city but i did felt like it was very expensive for sure very expensive. and i thought that it was just had a very like uh you know, I'm a, I guess maybe it's that's the San Francisco kind of thing too, or I don't maybe you know maybe I'm, not, I'm trying to think of something to really. That's not a great comparison, but they just it seemed it seemed a little hoity-toity to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, uh, mean, is that yeah accurate or no? I I mean, we Vancouver was cool. It was uh, I I also grew up in North Van too, so like on the other side of the like if you take like the Lionsgate Bridge or the other one where it's like. You'll be in, yeah. Oh, nice to see you, man. Oh, here we go. Hey, 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 segue into nice. the middle. Oh, yeah. No, but sorry, I get I get distracted over here. No, no, you're good. Um, so you were a little further out. Is that what I was getting from? Yeah, I wasn't like in the city, so yeah, it was more suburb, like suburb yeah, living. Yeah. It's probably not. And that North Van was a little more like everything's gone so expensive, but like North Van was not where like the richest people were compared to like West Van and shit, where sure. it was like. Okay. All the money was. So here's my question. Where did my what's the big like industry or government? What's the thing that where's all that money coming from in Vancouver? Uh it's like a tech city for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a Silicon it's Valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We know a lot of Canadian tech. Yeah. Hey. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. How's it going? Good man. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Nice oh. spot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Nice. Doing good. Four of us. We can't. Where are we at on this one? We're like almost an hour. Yeah, these AMAC boys are early. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Well, you guys wanted to do a crossover, but maybe we should. I got to rig up another mic. Maybe we should cut it here and then start the next one. Yeah. We're almost an hour and 50 minutes, but. I'm down. Yeah. Seems like a break point. All right. But you're sticking around. Let's say anything he wants everyone to know. Yeah, it's true. Something you want to plug, although you're like many weeks oh, out. I'm man. not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, plug. Well, you're you like could just be like, follow January, my bands, February. You know? It's true. Yeah, give us your links or your... Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, hit hit me on Instagram. I mean, the, the two projects where you can find the music I'm doing is Spirit Bear and AMAC in the Height. 
It was my boy Amac who just showed up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, check it out. Uh, much love. I mean, I'm just gonna plug in the holiday season, just like being here with friends and just like all the love, man. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me out here, y'all. Fuck yeah. Thank you. For so being I'll here. stick around for a couple minutes and shoot the shit yep. with Amac. Sweet. <laughs> all right. Thanks for doing it. Bye.